it called again? Convincing idiots. Convincing idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, uh, Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing Ball's in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding awesome. a turd just mightily. I'm just going any hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh... And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean. Desenial. Desenial. Sorry. Yes, go ahead. I'm Brian Gen X. Nick, Nick, go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. There is no Nick. Nick, uh, we uh, regret to inform everybody. He is on assignment. He's still alive and kicking. He is just, um, he's getting his uh, breast augmented. I don't know. I, I think I should, probably shouldn't have said something. Anyways, how are you, Brian? I'm doing well. Yeah. So with Nick, uh, whenever he starts to develop any form, Mm-hmm. Of muscle tone in his chest, he has it removed immediately. <laughs> That's right. Right. Your your sister does not like any muscles no. on Nick at all. Just and tone. luckily, this is the first time he's developed muscles. So th- yeah, you know he's he's kind of scared. Yeah. you know, but luckily she's there yep. holding uh, her his hand. Yep. So. Tries to retain him in his nineteen year old body. Right. Self. Yeah. Well, she's always ever since we were kids, she's always had a fetish for. Uh, uh, preteen uh girls mm-hmm. weird so <laughs> so uh you know mold into, into, into how you want it i guess you know yes 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 all right but uh, yeah i'm doing well sir nice relaxing uh, long weekend off yesterday for martin luther king jr day uh certainly in this area northeast ohio where we are we had a very big snowstorm so good day to stay in most of the day and just a, just a relaxing time. And I'm going to give a little shout out to the, the alley and I have not been to, I've not been to a Brown Derby restaurant. They still have and those? They do. I cannot eat. I, yeah, it, it must've be 30 plus years. Sure. We wanted to go out to dinner on Saturday and there is a Brown Derby in Medina, Ohio. Wow. How was it? It was delicious. We, you know, oh, we went, okay. to, we went up to, uh, you know, one area in the restaurants were just crazy nuts packed and sure uncomfortable and everything else. So, when so you go minutes, to the one that uh, nobody's been to in thirty years, <laughs> you get right in. It was still fairly busy. We only, we only okay. had to wait a few minutes, but again, Brown Derby and Medina. If you're in this area, it's a, a great service, nice atmosphere, reasonably priced. You know, nice upgraded uh, meal. You know, uh, a nice steak and nice the whole bit. So it was a a nice evening, and then we stopped at a winery on Saturday as well, and then uh, football on Sunday and all that stuff. And like I said, just a nice football. snow day yesterday. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Cowboys fan. It was a oh, so so it was not a good game, football day for you. It's okay. Sorry, they didn't it, was barely, it, it wasn't a, really a football day for me. Anyways, I'm a Browns fan, so yeah. No, I don't. So, yeah, it's been a yeah, so it's a long while for the Browns fans too. Absolutely. So 
How are you, Dean? How are, how are things going with you, sir? Um, Brian, I am rolling. Mm -hmm. uh, I am well. Um, you know, the weekend uh, was fun. You know, I, with the snow, we got a lot of watching, a lot of TV and whatnot. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've checked out, um, well, my personal Facebook page. Maybe we'll po post this on uh, the show page, but uh, I tried snowboarding. I have a small hill, very small hill in the in the front of my uh, uh, yard or whatever. Mm -hmm. And my son got a snowboard for Christmas. And so he was practicing. I'm like, let's give it a shot. So he went and recorded. So I, I did not make it. Um, there's a reason I say I'm behind the camera and, uh, and don't do, you know, what, uh, what, what do they call it? Oh yeah. Sports. Yeah. There's a, there's a reason this, that doesn't, uh, happen. Yeah. But, uh, I'd... other than that, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I did, I did see your post. It was a lot of fun. It, these, the, it, Carter was certainly getting a good laugh out of it. So Yeah, that evil, maniacal laugh, too. <laughs> well, shit takes after his dad. <laughs> that was good. Oh, but uh, let's see uh, the weekend. You know, I didn't, I didn't do a whole lot. Uh, just kind of hung out. Got to uh, do a little hanging with uh, one Mr. Aaron Blake. And no, I'm, mm. I'm not going to sneak in the read now. Because, you yeah. know, how I, I enjoy my uh, segues. But, yeah, got to hang out with little Aaron Blake a little bit. That was fun. But I, one thing I did want to mention, you said uh, the derby, you know, brown derby. Hey, you mm -hmm. ever try to wear one? Not necessarily brown, but a derby, bowler-type uh, hat? I have not. That is actually what got me to the Akron Hattery for the first time. Shout mm -hmm. out to them, you know, if anybody's uh, mm -hmm. needing a, a, a nice, fine gentleman's hat. Uh, I've got a couple from there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I originally went there for the bowler hat, the, the derby, to, to see what it would look like. And I have the head of an <laughs> Easter Island statue. It, it's really long, and, and it just it didn't look right. Uh -huh. you, you you took uh, 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 Laurel's hat and put it on Hardy's head, and it just didn't work. It, <laughs> it was very, uh, very awkward. They're, don't, they're, don't, they're not really to shape. They're kind of just uh, very stiff, and it, yeah, it didn't didn't look right. Hmm. Anyways, went around that tree, ended up on this side, so here we are. There we go. All right. Well, as Nick is not here, I have to do some extra. Both have to do some extra work tonight, so um, I'll just tell the folks where they can find us out there. Dean, so you're we a are... fucking idiot. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm doing Nick's part on that side. Go, you do the other part. Sure. There you go. go Thank you. Thank you. Making up for uh, uh, Nick already. That's right. So we are normally, uh, you know, th uh, three friends on this show from three different generations talking all things uh, nerdy and pop culture. So we do pop culture talk, nerdy talk, obviously uh, personal insults wouldn't be a convincing idiot show without that. Nope. Uh, we can be found out there. Links to all, all of our social media accounts, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter can be found the two main places are Linktree account. So just look up uh, Linktree Convincing Idiots and that'll pull up our Linktree platform page. Nothing to log into. Just simply links to all of our social media. Check us out there. And our main area is our website. So just Convincing Idiots, one word, dot WordPress dot com. Check us out there. Also links to all our social media. Links to all of our recent episodes via Spotify. 
and you, our YouTube channel videos there. Ways you can help the show if you're looking to uh, donate, you can certainly find information there. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon, bios, clips, all kinds of fun things on our website, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. So if you go one place, go there. If you like our stuff, give us a like, give us a subscribe, tell a friend. We appreciate your support out there. Tell your mom. She's going to love us. Absolutely. And Dean, also, mm -hmm. I have a little little flag here in my hand here. If you can't see us on video, so... Look at that. We got some black. We got some red. We got some yellow. Ladies That's and gentlemen, right. we got the German flag here. That's right. So I have one of these displayed in my home as I, I went and uh, did a DNA test uh, through 23andMe eh, a little while ago and discovered that I have about... Uh, over 50% German, very likely German, French, and also have Irish and uh, English in me. But, yes, yeah, so that was some cool newfound roots. So in my home, majority I've, is German. That's that's right. It's a higher, higher right. percentage of German. Absolutely. As Nick is as well. So he's, not because he's quite, quite, quite German. Absolutely. So uh, anyway, we've noticed on our uh listens we're getting a few more listens out of germany so want to uh, thank our german fan or fans whoever you guys Danke. are out there that's right I, I do it right i think so yeah right. <laughs> i think yeah, so. this this podcast and as you know dina doing another podcast that came from gen x with some other guys here and that also yep. is uh, increasing in german listens i don't know if it's the same uh fans or not but we appreciate your support out there. Thank you. I'm more surprised yeah. that um, we'd have crossover fans. It's pretty amazing. Because pretty amazing. You, you guys do a you guys do a classy show over there, and and we do this rubbish. Yeah, it's it's a nice if you're we want to be a well rounded podcast listener, right? Well, luckily you have the body for it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Thank you, Germany. We appreciate uh, Absolute. your support, everybody's support out there. And a lot of new countries, Dean. We've we've seen a lot of listens in all kinds of countries here and there cropping well, up. It's because we're a global motherfucking podcast. That's right. Pretty amazing stuff. We saw one in Saudi Arabia recently, Botswana. And it's, yeah. Shout so, out to Botswana. It, it, absolutely. If you guys are listening out there once in a while, we hope you listen more frequently. Love to have you as a uh, as an ongoing uh, listener. So and I and I told you guys out there before. Um, just shout us out on uh, not even shout out. Just go to our Facebook page and just type in any one of the comments, Twitter, mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, and just type in where you're listening from. Don't even give name. You don't need to give any of that. Just type in the country you're uh, you're from. Just give us a, a heads up. You know. Be yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so uh, let's start out, Dean. We, you know, we, you and I, especially with the snow day and all that, we both uh, watch a little bit more TV over the last week here. Uh, TV, movies, sure what have did. you? Yeah. yeah. So let's let's go into idiot reviews, sir. Idiot oh. reviews. Yes. yes. So what do you got? Um, well, I've watched a f you know quite a few things. Um, mm -hmm. uh, some of my favorites. Let's start that uh, with. Well, there, I know there are a couple of things we both watch. So I'm going to give a couple of things that uh, 
that maybe just I have watched. Um, sure. The, the Righteous Gemstones, I mentioned it last week, The Righteous Gemstones on MT, or MTV, on HBO. Okay. Um, John Goodman, uh, Adam Devine, uh, and uh, uh, wow, I, why do I keep blanking on that dude's name? Uh, the He's the creator of it. Uh, just... No, no, he was uh, uh, Kenny Powers. Jesus. Okay. All right. Oh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. I, I, no matter, and, and it sucks because I, I'm a really big fan of his. And every every time I watch something about him, I forget the guy's name. I don't know why. It, it's just not a name that uh, staples into my uh, brain there. But yeah, it's it's about uh, a family of uh, like a big, re, you know. Uh, uh, Box church, not box church, but the, a big conglomerate church, like a, like a mega church, mega church, yeah. And it's kind yeah. of their antics, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a comedy, but it's, it's kind of a dark comedy. It, it's quite good. I mean, anytime you see John Goodman, I'm game, you know, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, um, Love on the Spectrum, uh, season two. I don't know if you're familiar. Did you watch? I've uh, not, dude. It, I, I'm gonna tell you, th- this is gonna be, um, this is gonna show my soft side. Um, it is a very sweet show. It is about uh, they follow a a group of uh, autistic uh, uh, young adults in Australia. It's and it's a it's reality, you know, and it's like a documentary reality. And they follow them and they kind of set them up on dates because you know people uh, on the spectrum, you know, they, some of them are are a little more on the spectrum than others. You know, it varies, but. Um, yeah, you because know, they're looking for love as well, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a really really this is season two, and it's a really sweet, cool show. I mean, you really watch some of these uh, men and women, and you're like, you really kind of fall in love with them, you know, as people. You're like, man, I really want that to fucking work out. Yeah, That's it's nice. cool. Yeah, okay. I, I think you'd enjoy it, Brian. All right. And then um, I did. You you'd watched it before, but I watched Red Notice. Yes. Good one. That was fun for what it is. It was it was a good time. It was a, it w- I like the swerves in it, you know the kind of the surprises and stuff. You know that was fun. But it was a it was a fun kind of a throwback to like a '90s thriller comedy. I thought so. I enjoyed that's the that. New, that. That's the one with the Rock and and I'm Ryan sorry, Reynolds yes. and Gal Gadot on Netflix, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I give a really good fucking review, huh? No, you, you like you don't even get their the names. Movie. That's right. No, you enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I agree with you. A lot of fun. So I'm going to let you go now because um, I think a couple of the things you have, uh, I have as well. Yeah, I did. Uh, well, first of all, you know, last week we were talking about uh, things we were looking forward to in 2022. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned we never really talk about music so much on this uh, on this podcast. And and looked at some of the uh, new albums coming out here, including the, the weekend Sticks doesn't really have that many, uh, albums. Uh, that, that's so. right. Yeah. Fog hat, right. That's Those fucking fog hat, huh? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not just you and me. Let's, let's do a whole goddamn podcast on fog hat. <laughs> no, but you had mentioned the weekend's new album, uh, Dawn FM. And uh, yes. my daughter has been pushing me the weekend's one of her favorite artists. Uh, she's been pushing me to listen to it as well. So finally today working, I had it on in the background and listened. So good, good album. If you like the weekend, okay. you, you will not be disappointed with uh, Dawn FM. It's kind of like a, 
there's a vibe to it, like you're listening to like a radio show. So it's got like little, you know, announcements of different things kind of peppered throughout the thing. So okay, but weekend sounds great. I always liked his voice and his his whole uh, music style, his whole vibe. Yeah, absolutely. So check out Dawn FM. It's now streaming out there. I listened to it today on Apple Music. So enjoyable. Apple I Music, there, there's a good chance, yep. real quick, there's a good chance Apple Music, um, right next to uh, that app on your phone, Apple Music, there's Apple Podcasts, where you can listen to Convincing Idiots. Go ahead, Brian, just wanted to throw that out there. That's a, very true. Very I'm true working story. here, people, I'm working. That's right. Well done. Uh, it's, I did finish up uh, Cobra Kai Season 4. How cool was it? You know, just... It, it's a lot of fun, you know. It's just it if you, you know, we've talked about this uh, a few times. Yep. But if you're a remote fan of the Karate Kid movies, you'll enjoy this this series. They don't Go take themselves too seriously. No, they definitely they, do not. They know what it is. They know how it is. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. And a lot of very good tie-ins to the original movies. Yeah. Not only from the characters, but they pull up clips. That tie very nicely to the series. They're not forced in there. Uh, yeah, just very enjoyable. And they set up, we won't give any spoilers here, but uh, they did set up season five very yeah. interestingly. Very cool. Yeah. Which might be it. I'm not sure. Of course, who knows? If it's popular, no, no, they, they I, can always think, make one, I think they signed on at least two more seasons, if I'm not, okay. if I'm not mistaken. After this last one, I think two. I mean, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure two, yeah. two more. Okay. Very good. But yeah, just uh, great stuff. You know, to, to show you how enemies can come together for a common good. And like I say, every episode, you think one character is going one direction and they go a different direction. And they, it, I love one yeah. of the first things that uh, uh, Terry Silver says about the uh, Karate Kid 3. He's like, I, you know, I can't quote it, but uh, something about like, man. I was an adult sabotaging a teenager's life. What the hell was that? That's right. Because I did a lot of coke back then. That's the only thing I can say. That's good. I like how they t- they try to they patch the up some of the plot holes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good stuff. So check out the check out the Cobra Kai on the Netflix. I finally did watch the Eternals. Yes. Now you had seen it in the theater. Uh, it is now streaming on Disney Plus with your normal mm-hmm. uh, subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie and I watched it uh, yesterday. Uh, you're you're yeah. where I'm at. It's like okay, it was, it was okay, but you're also go, you're now you have to compare it to other past movies, and some of these just aren't going to hold up to them. But it was yeah. if it was a movie on its own, it would been like okay, that's neat. That that's a fun movie. Yeah, I mean i I did at least. I mean, I did like how the at least attempted to address the fact of, okay, you have these superheroes living among us for Mm -hmm. centuries with pretty good superpowers. Where were they when Thanos was, you know, around and the infinity, they did speak to that, which was a little, little flimsy, a little little bit, a little flimsy. They, They weren't able to interfere because yeah, they, this this deviant you know, creatures weren't involved. That's their and it was that's so ham handed. It was so yeah. ham handed that uh, I think they filmed the whole thing and they realized should we mention that they could have like killed Thanos in an instant? 
All right, so let's go to those two actors, throw them like off to the side, and have a real quick conversation in front of a coffee shop about why they didn't like do anything for Thanos or nuclear bombs or yeah. you know tsunamis. So right, yeah, I I don't know. It so, was what it was. Yeah, it was okay. Interest some interesting characters. See, it was a little predictable, sort of. Sure, but, sure. Now the, uh, the at the um the the post credit scenes. Do mm-hmm. you know who that guy is? Are you I aware? Do, I I am aware of him in the comics. No, 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 but, no. Are you aware of the actor? Oh, yeah, yes, or, I do know the or the mu- musician, I should say. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. I uh, didn't know who he was. <laughs> I had to look it up. I like they they presented him as he came off the ship or onto the ship, and I'm like. <laughs> I like I, all right. Let me. I take that back. I did recognize, like I recognized that it was a famous face. I couldn't, I couldn't re- mm-hmm. remember who, you know, what his name was. And then I had to look it up. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's that's a neat decision. Yeah, I mean, I have a teenage, you know, Well, I have a daughter uh, as well. Right. Who, yeah. Right. It, it, in her teenage years, I would listen to that particular group. Yep. Often, and, and I, I like some of their stuff. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, you see, but he's good. He's 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 a talented actor as well, so we won't seem like it here. So nope. ch- check out the Eternals. Stay for a mid credit and and post credit uh, scene. Of course, a very very handsome uh, uh, cameo comes yeah. on, and you're like, how in the fuck did they get Bobcat Goldthwait to do that? Incredible. Well, he's just he's incredible. actually he's good in that role because when you read more about the character that he portrays, it's he's a, it's a very I'm, uh, I'm Thanos' brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. my best Bobcat impression. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Well, yeah. Well, well, since you since you mentioned already, so Thanos, that's 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 who the character is. So they they're they're introducing Star you, Fox. Euros is his like given yeah. name, right? Yeah. Something so like it's, that. it's Thanos' brother, uh, <laughs> you know, Titan brother. And his power in the comics, he has the power to influence people to they a like point where, a prompt, right? Yeah, so to a point where it's like it could be inappropriate because then is he using his powers for uh, sexual advances and stuff like well, that? Well, he so, does. Like, like he bangs a lot of chicks in in the comics. <laughs> I mean, that's not even me being sexist. That's that's how he was portrayed in the yeah, comics. Right. You're right. I did read in 2006 about him uh, that th- the comics even spoke to that in a comic storyline to where uh, She-Hulk thought that maybe he used his powers on her and she was his his lawyer defending him in a certain case or something mm-hmm. like that. It caused a lot of tension and everything. Turns out he did not use his powers on She-Hulk, but the, the fact is... She just they, had a She-Hulk boner for him? I don't know, but they put it. All they right. put it out. They put it out there to to hold him accountable for using his powers for unwanted advances and and that type of things. But anyway, interesting character. That was probably the sure. most interesting thing, or one of the most interesting yes. interesting things about the entire movie. So, yep. but it's okay. You know what? If you, if you have Disney Plus, you, you, again, yesterday was a great day for it. Snow day. You got a couple around. hours. Yeah, it's, you don't want to snow down. You don't feel like snowboarding down your front lawn and getting yes. hurt. Stay in, watch Eternals. Absolutely. And the Celestials, that stuff was pretty cool. 
I mean, the main celestial guy. That was that was pretty awesome to to see that character yeah. portrayed on the big screens, but or on on the in the movie. So anyway, uh, let's see here. You'd watched it already. I know Nick had watched it, recommended it, but now I started to watch Only Murders in the Building. That's eh, fun too. Great show, Hulu original, Steve Martin, Martin Short, um, yep. Selena Gomez, all three terrific, uh, well shot, well written, a fun like true crime ish type story. Sure, uh, check it out if you haven't uh, uh, seen that yet. And then a couple I know that you and I are both uh, watched or watching, uh, Book of Boba Fett. It's good. It's it's no Mandalorian. It's no. a little slow, but I I am in it just for the backstory. Like I I really don't need you know people are. I've heard some things online of people complaining about that it's slow. That's not giving you much. I don't care. It, it's it's what we need to know about Boba Fett. Even if this is just one season, mm-hmm. just give me the backstory, how he got out, what he's been up to. That's all I need. I I don't need action Boba Fett. He's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, yes, it's only five years after Return of the Jedi, but he still, he'd been through a lot, and it shows why he's so timid now. It shows mm-hmm. the growth that he that he went through with the Tuscans. Um, yeah, I I think it's appropriate. I I I like what I'm watching. I'm with you. Uh, uh, I like all the I like seeing some of the old uh, characters yeah, in the in the Return of the Jedi yeah. era. Even down to seeing some of the same creatures outside Jabba's palace. If you pay attention to the, you know, the some of the scenes, like the the toad that in one of the scenes in Return of the Jedi right. swallows a bug and belches. Same toad swallows something and belches with a weird spider things that was inside uh, Jabba's palace walking around. We yeah, see, the, see uh, one with of the, those with the walking around in the uh, in the glass tube under them. Uh, they're yeah. monks. They're, they're monks that uh, transfer their their brain and essence uh, so they could live forever into these spiders. Is that what it is, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. The little Let's blue guy. Nerdy. Yeah, that's really nerdy. <clears throat> Good job. <clears throat> but anyways, the homages are very cool, up to a very large appearance in Episode 3 from Return of the Jedi. Uh, that particular character i was pretty stoked to see uh that needed to be trained oh yeah, yeah. well yeah. you can give it i mean it's not the same one so it's it's not like a new, old character okay let's talk about it a little bit so they, yeah he gives they, him a, a rancor yeah rancor is 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 given to boba fett as a as a gift from the, the huts sure and danny trio danny trio it, yeah come on i mean is the my, my trainer machete? Yeah. Well, Absolutely. you know, you know why? Because he he's in the, most of what Robert Rodriguez does, and these are the seasons written and directed by uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yes. So great to see him. He's he's a Star Wars fan. Um, and you know, and you, did you notice that the in the in the in the dungeon scene that he said he wanted to learn how to write it, mm-hmm. and that he's and he said I've written beasts bigger than this. You kind of realize what that's a callback to, right? Yeah, that's a hard. I saw some clips of that. That was all the way back to the Star Wars and Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, the special animated one. Yep. When Boba Fett made his first ever appearance that's in right. that little mini cartoon, which was the best thing about that special, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, 
Um, besides yeah. be Arthur, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> she and can then, sing me to bed anytime. There you go. There you have it. And uh, finally, the the Peacemaker series on HBO Max started out with a three episode uh-huh. start that's going to stream every. I don't know how many how many sh- episodes it is in the season. I have no clue. I would assume like six, like everything else. I don't know. So it's every but Thursday. But it's a fun show. It's a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I am with you. I, his character was such a, you know, a, a douche in Suicide Squad in a good way. Sure. Right. Uh, but they introduce the it, the other sides to this character. He has to. It just it 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 picks up right where the Suicide Squad, as you know, ends. Yep. Uh, right into this movie. Uh, uh, a lot of the same characters that were in the, I don't even know what that, the, you know, the, 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 the group of folks that are. Yeah. Like the, whatever secret agency that sent the suicide squad out. Yeah. So they're all there and, and other, you know, some other new characters are there. He's got a new team. Yeah. So John Cena is terrific, terrific in this. You know, he's great he for the really role. is. And again, I, it's weird. Maybe it's because of his wrestling um, that I'm weary every time I go to see a John Cena uh, movie or TV show. And then I ended up liking it, which, yeah, I, I mean, maybe, it, maybe, it, maybe I go in with that preconceived notion of John Cena, the wrestler and come, come to find out, oh yeah, I keep forgetting. He's a fucking good actor. Right. Yeah. Robert Patrick is his dad. Yep, who, that's cool. If I recall correctly, he was the wasn't he the white cop? Wolf. Tur- oh yeah, cop white attorney. Wolf? He was a well, he's the white wolf in this show. But he he yeah he was the T one thousand or whatever. He was the liquid terminator in T two. Yeah. yeah, pretty cool to see him in in this in this very you know he's he's not a good guy. guy. No. Yeah, he's a, he's quite the bad guy. Yeah, um, and then and how for, cool is the eagle? <laughs> yeah, eagly the eagle. Yeah, pet eagle. The eagle. I mean, I know it's CGI, but it's fucking cool. Yeah, every character is great. And then the, uh, I had to look him up here. Freddie Stroma as the vigilante. Yeah, just, that guy's just, good. Just a goofball, nerdy guy wearing yep. a vigilant and just uh, could kill people with, with you know easily and without uh, you know without remorse. Exactly. Right. Remorse. Yeah. So anyway, definitely not a kid show at all. But if you no like the, no no no, if you like the Suicide Squad movie. If you have not seen that, definitely check that out. And if you like that movie, How you cool will definitely the, um, enjoy Peacemaker. The, the idea that the idea that they gave him like all these different helmets. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I—that's the dumbest part of me. I—I I, I thought in Suicide Squad is this guy with this stupid helmet, but now it, it's kind of cool. Like like when they um when he was in the parking lot, I'm gonna give him you know much away, but and mm. the and it it explodes like like a whatever bomb mm-hmm. and just destroys everything around it. Mm-hmm. Sonic awesome. Boom. Yeah, yeah, Sonic Boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And destroys and it, every fucking car around it. Luckily awesome. and hopefully they have insurance. And if they do, mm-hmm. I hope they have Blake insurance. I'll tell you That's that. Right. That's right. Because Blake Insurance is an Erie insurance agency located in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, business, and life insurance with honesty decency and affordability Erie insurance is above all else in service you want to call 234-571-5359 or visit blake insurance 
for your free five-minute quote today. And when you do, go ahead and tell them Convincing Idiot sent you. And, uh, I mean, you're not going to get anything else, but uh, they'll give you a smile, maybe a handshake. I don't know. Yeah. Or it'll kick out. I don't know. Let's find out. But Very possible. Yes. Again, call 234-571-5359. Took the glasses off. I have to make sure what that last number was. You know, and an added thanks to Aaron as well, who uh, helped us set up an LLC for yes. this podcast. So thank you again for that, uh, Aaron. We appreciate uh, your sponsorship and your support. And friendship, mainly yes. friendship. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so and a bonus back to Peacemaker for a second here for me is the, the soundtrack. So this is it. So James Gunn made, as if, of course, most people know if you listen to the show, you know, mm-hmm. James Gunn made the, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movies, the first two. He's making the third. Uh, he made Suicide Squad, and he also has written and produced or written and directed this, excuse me. So uh, one thing that he's definitely known for is is the way Taste he blends in, yeah, blends in the soundtrack into his stuff, and he must be around, you know, he's my Gen X age, mm-hmm. so he has a lot of like in this particular series, eighties metal music. You know, uh, he talks about references some of it, uh, Cinderella, I mean, and, they, and a few well, others. Go ahead. Well, to, you know, to let them know is is because that is what the peacemaker is into. That's his mm-hmm. genre of music. Um, but also if you notice, you know, not just what, uh, Peacemaker's listening to because he's, you know, putting in cassette tapes, he's putting on records and whatnot, but like in between, it's not all eighties hairband. I mean, mm-hmm. he p- plays like kind of modern music also in between shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing is kick ass. Absolutely. And you actually, you can find that. So if you, if you, you can pull up Spotify for free for one, Dean, you can find Convincing Idiots podcast yeah, on Spotify, right? Yeah, you can. And you can find the Peacemaker playlist from the series by James Gunn uh, on Spotify, which you can play for free and check that out there. So uh, a lot of fun if you're in that sort of, uh, you know, hard rocking type music, you will enjoy that uh, that particular playlist. So. All right, anything else, Dean? Have you seen anything else you want to call out here, sir, before we take a short um, break? No, I th- I think that uh, I think that might be everything I've watched. I mean, at least anything notable. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. So we're going to take a short break and come back and uh, talk about a few more things and some interesting time travel mm. content. In our second segment. Maybe we'll get younger. Who knows? We might. We just might. Stay tuned. Yeah. Tune in to find out. And welcome back to the podcast. Convincing Idiots podcast. uh, To be uh, certain and exact. Uh, Again and still. I am Dean. I'm Brian. Gen X. Still. Mm-hmm. Still, Brian. And still, unfortunately, uh, we are Nicholas. Eh, Nicholas. Eh, you like that? 
All right, I'm reaching. But anyways, yeah, we understand that there's only two idiots and there's normally three of us, but Nicholas is out on assignment. Um, he is, uh, a lot of people have uh, things removed from their ass. He's having things put in there. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and don't get me wrong, this isn't dirty. It's, it's just, you know, fingers and maybe a bottle cap. He's got fetishes. Mm-hmm. Not our fault. Anyways, we're back, and we uh, wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about, and well, in turn, Brian wants to talk about. I actually wanted to bring up that. Uh, let's give a birthday shout out here, please, to Darth Vader himself, James Earl Jones, mm. born in 1931 on uh, the 17th. So, uh, yesterday, as we're recording, it's yesterday, the 17th. Uh, 91 years old. Mm. And he and he's still doing like uh, Star Wars. Uh, you know when they need him for Darth Vader, he still comes and does it. He is not only um, he's not only Darth Vader, but he is part of uh, in my top five movies, Field of Dreams. So, yeah. happy birthday to James Earl Jones. Yeah, some definitely iconic uh, characters. Like, of course, you can mention. You, you think about the character Darth Vader. What that. The decision to dub over poor actor, you know, David Prowse, you know, yep. to, who wasn't expecting that at the time to. He was know, so not, sure that he had that role. <laughs> yeah. To put the uh, James's voice over that just took that character to. It took the movie between, to the next level. It, it really did. Between that and the very creative breathing that they did, of course, with uh, Vader. Yep. It's just, it. Yeah, it definitely made that character much more you could, iconic. You could almost argue that the movie, in in turn, the franchise might not have been as big as it was if it mm-hmm. wasn't for James Earl Jones. It gave sure. so much as an iconic, you know, character. It gave so much to the movie that I say that uh, it might not be as big as it is uh, today. Absolutely agree. And certainly Lion King, right? Mufasa. Come on. Yes. Yep. Uh, and a couple of enjoyable things that he was in. Uh, it's baseball, uh, Ray. That's right. Uh, coming to America. Yes. I mean, the that king. Dude, he literally is a king. He, he's Mufasa. He's um, king of a, a um, what is it? I don't want to get the, the, the country wrong. I don't remember. Hey, I don't remember, but damn it, that's okay. We'll look it up. We know where everybody knows what we're talking about. And then, as a kid, one I'm of my pop up in the middle of the night and scream the name of that country. That's what's yeah. going to happen. Uh, one of the uh, early Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, probably one of his best, easily Conan the Barbarian. Oh yeah, he played the. The serpent king, so the you yeah. know, the, the 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 cult of the two serpent heads or whatever, who right. is the main Zamunda. catalyst? Zamunda. Zamunda. That's Zamunda it. is where uh, coming to America. There you go. Very good. But he was excellent in that role as well. Been a great uh, great uh, bad guy in that movie. So, yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Mufasa. Yes, indeed. Um. Another thing I had, um, Brian, were you aware uh, this just came out uh, yesterday or today? Um, 
that they're going to do a Weird Al Yankovic biopic. Mm. They had to have uh, been listening to this podcast and and sure. heard my love for him. So <laughs> logically, the next step. Oh, it's going to be played by Daniel Rat- Ratcliffe. Okay. All right. So you know, you might have to do a wig situation going on there, but uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it'll work. Depending on uh, how the ac- accent, because if you're like uh, uh, what's his name in Venom, trying British guy trying to do an Amer- uh, American accent, sometimes comes off a little shaky, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but nope. Like I said, the next step is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is well overdue, well deserved. My man, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, he deserves it all, and he is finally getting his story told. And I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it's a great story. It's it's going to be a good movie because his story is very cool. It is. It's a, and it's really about time. Yeah, I, I I didn't know a whole lot about him, and we mentioned on this podcast prior, but I caught some podcast so, that was a so, story so about you, him. So you continued to do research because maybe would you say that I convinced you? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, some some New York Times podcast told it was one is one episode thing, told the story of, of Weird Al. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, just like you said, just a what a what an interesting yep. story and how he made it. And just it's just he's just a nice man. It was it's one of those stories where here's a nice guy trying to make it work. He makes something happen. And great news. He continues to be a nice man. And right. It, it, and good things have happened to him. He certainly had I some mean, tragedy in his time. Sure. Like the, but, about his parents. Yeah. Terrible. Good Lord. Uh, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. And I agree with you. But he's definitely had his place in rock history and rock yep. influence. Yeah. Uh, so put him in there. Maybe someday he'll get his, like you said, he'll get his uh, just. And he's going on tour next year. He's doing a whole. This I, year, excuse me, this year. I, I want to go, man. Yeah, I I hear the stage show is incredible. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. The, the I guess he had said that it's like. I don't know, like twenty to thirty, forty. I don't know how many, but uh, different um, costume changes he does. Mm-hmm. Like for each song that he does, he's got a different costume because you know all of them have a different theme and and whatnot. So, yeah, I definitely want to go see one of those uh, yeah. his live shows. Absolutely. Okay. What else did you have there, sir? Anything else? Oh, sorry, you got me taking a drink. It's okay. Of my my beer. Um. Well, last last thing I have. Do you have anything? Yeah. You know what? I I, I noticed this. This day in pop culture yesterday, the seventeenth of January, and mm-hmm. it doesn't. It seems like it would be longer ago, but in nineteen eighty four, the Supreme Court heard and approved a case that, or a you know that uh, private VCRs can be used to record shows to watch later. So. Think about that. It really wasn't all that long ago. Is it certainly, you know, younger folks today have no clue no. of what it was like at all to have to. Your favorite show comes on, sporting yeah. event. How many people somewhere 
in their garages or basements or attics have a copy of the final episode of MASH. I guarantee you it's sure thousands. Sure. Absolutely. I had a VCR back in, you know, our family got one and then I got my own and that was like a huge deal back sure. then because, you know, obviously you did not have to wait for your favorite show to come on. You could record it. And yep. I think that's what the networks didn't like. They didn't like the fact that you could fast forward to the commercials and the ratings, right. And all that type yep. of stuff. And I don't know how that really even really worked or how it works even. Uh, well, I don't know based how it on works. Nielsen ratings are still fucked up anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's such an archaic way of of determining ratings. They got to do something better than that. And I mean, it's been going on for like since you know, soon after TV was invented. So, right. and they still haven't changed it. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. it. Uh, I mean, one thing that I had had. Um, I have a big. I have two stacks of VHS tapes because I was a huge recording off the TV. Sure. And after the Supreme Court allowed me to do so, you know, I didn't legally. Um, I have a big stack of uh, wrestling, Monday Night Raw tapes. Sure. And then also I have a big stack of Quantum Leap tapes. Mm -hmm. um, almost every episode on VHS, um, which, you know, because you didn't know that streaming was going to come out or DVDs or, you know, Blu-ray and stuff. Now I still am on a Blu-ray, but because I was a huge fan of Quantum Leap, and in going on that, have we heard? I know I sent it to you, but mm -hmm. the reboot slash sequel is 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 the pilot has been ordered, and Quantum Leap is coming back to NBC and our lives, and I am quite the happy boy. I'll tell you that. I don't know how much of a fan you were of Quantum Leap. You know what? I have never watched one episode. You believe it? Never. Never against it. Nothing like that. It was just that I'd never got around to it. Uh, yeah. I know. That's insane. Insane. So I... I need I need to get caught up. I'm sure the original's got to be out there on probably one of the network um for free free form uh in the afternoons like at four o'clock five o'clock whatever they're running up until like eight o'clock um it's gotta be on I, the network i i own actually it's not on peacock oddly enough there's a hmm. that's actually why the the reboot has been in flux for so many years is because uh the creator don uh Belisario has the rights to it, but also another network does too. Like who made the show? Sorry, okay. I'm taking off my jacket here. It's getting hot. Um, mm -hmm. So NBC didn't necessarily own the rights. So that it's been more of a logistics and legal situation on why Quantum Leap hasn't been rebooted. Or they would have done it years ago when uh, both Dean Stockwell and Scott Bakula could have done it. Mm -hmm. Now. Uh, Dean Stockwell unfortunately passed away at 85 back in November. Um, now, I guess legal is taking care of it, and uh, they're going to get this uh, going. Now, Scott Bakula, um, tying back to uh, our speaking of the late, now late, unfortunately, um, uh, <clears throat> uh, Jesus. 
My my fucking mind went blank, didn't it? <laughs> Christ. The it's same really guy you just mentioned? No. Uh, fucking Danny Tanner just died. Okay. Danny. Oh, Bob Saget? Yeah. Bob Saget. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 I tell you, I could be drunk. I could be uh, fucking stoned. I could be a lot of things, and nothing will make me fuck my brain more than being hot. Yeah. It is, and it's the the heater's running like right next to me, and I'm starting to sweat. I've been in the sweatshirt, and I'm a fucking idiot. So I guess you know I'm making excuses. But anyways, um, Scott Bakula was on his podcast last year, and he had said mm-hmm. that they've been in talks. You know, mm-hmm. he's the one that kind of broke it, saying that they were in talks and stuff. But being announced now, he's not necessarily been announced in it, on it yet. But you have to have him on. Right. I mean, I guess you haven't seen it, so you don't really grasp that concept. But I'm gushing way too much about Quantum Leap um, and my fandom. I could go on for hours. It is my favorite show. Besides so, that, Night Court, so why? which is also being rebooted. Why? Uh, um, I have been fatuated, infatuated, and enamored with uh, time travel. Whether it be movies, TV shows, uh, books, I've been fascinated with it as long as I can remember. It is my favorite genre of nerddom, so to speak. I love it all. I love the TV shows. I love. I mean, there's some good and bad, but I just I'm a huge fan of the idea of time travel. Why um, is that? What What interests you about it? I don't particular? know. I I think I think it is the, just the idea of that you that you could change stuff that that you know like quantum leaps uh uh prologue prologue uh goes you know make things right that, that once went wrong um okay. i don't know if it's it's being you know kind of a a, a pessimistic child <laughs> you know thinking everything shit around you all the time but you know if i had a time machine i'd go back and kill baby hitler um which I would don't. I mean, let's let's get, all get the put our cards out on the table. We who wouldn't kill baby Hitler, really, right? Anyways, um, now that's why I wanted to talk about uh, time travel because yeah, celebrating yeah. the quantum leap news, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been my favorite genre, you know, all my life. I have you know just mounds of lists of. TV shows and movies. How about you, Brian? What have you? How do you look at uh, upon the time travel uh, genre? I, I'm with you. It's, I think it's I think it's very interesting, and I like the fact it's like it, all these time travel. There's a lot of different ways that they portray it. You know, certainly one is what you mentioned already. It's the you know opportunity in some of these stories to go back and try to fix something. That happened in the past to try to make the current world better, right? Other content, other storylines are you can't do that, regardless how hard you try. Right. The events are predetermined. Pre's are predetermined. They're going to happen anyway, and you can screw other things up. Other storylines, of course, are you you could screw up something that you should not, because if you screw up something in the past then it could impact 
the world in a negative way, if not your personal existence. So all kinds of different ways things are portrayed. And there's also certainly the, you know, man out of time or person out of time type sure, it's concepts fun. as well. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm with you. I just, uh, you, you fantasize even as a kid to be able to go back and if nothing else, right. even to observe historical events and things like that right. would be, would be fascinating to be able to do without screwing up something or whatever it is. And certainly, you know, many of us, if you mess up something in your life, you wonder, you wonder Butter, if you can go back effect. in time if, and yeah, change if you it. Up, if you change one thing, would it change everything else that you liked? Right. You know, just because of this one thing you didn't. Right. Exactly. So maybe we'll you know, get one, into some of that. Go ahead. One thing I've always wanted to do is you go up mm -hmm. like in a mall, um, kids a mall is is a is a giant building with a bunch of different little stores and it's got a roof on you can go shopping um i've always wanted to go up to somebody rumped and go oh my god holy shit it's you oh my god you're so young oh you don't even know what you are yet and then just walk away quickly that person's fucked for the rest of the day <laughs> you realize <laughs> If that's if somebody come up to you and did that, yeah, like, what the fuck was that? What, who, who, who am I? What am I? Am I important? I don't know. I think it might be fun. Yeah, at least you have a you have a story to tell. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, some guy actually caught me on the street uh, the other day, Dean. It's like, there's something about mm -hmm. your. I'm seeing me before our podcast became a multi-million dollar type podcast and you know wow. we have, yeah millions and millions of listeners in germany yeah we become more well, like than david hasselhoff out in germany Ooh, i like that you know yeah right right now I mean, we're still second happens, if we're right. second i mean we get yeah. first if, if we become first in germany um mm -hmm. we're doing live events i'm going there with a leather jacket and mm -hmm. no shirt Fuck Hasselhoff. Yep. That's right. Actually, I think right. after saying that, we, I just ruined my fucking chances in <laughs> Germany, didn't I? Damn it. I don't know. So, do you have some uh, favorite properties? Um, TV shows, movies? Yes. Uh, uh, time travel? Yes, definitely for sure. So, one of my favorite TV shows of all time, uh, as a kid, I went back and rewatched uh, the first season. I've mentioned it uh, in a recent episode, but Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Uh, so this is one of those man out of time type situations. So if you're not familiar with the TV show, Buck Rogers is from, he's an astronaut in 1987. He goes on some space mission and he's frozen uh, for 500 years. Sure. Wakes up, he's in the 25th century. Obviously the whole world's different around him, but uh you know, so he's this, the whole series, he's still this kick-ass dude, uh, right. but he's like just, uh, he's displaced. Astronauts are. Sure, exactly. <laughs> it's like, right. I trained to be an astronaut and a ninja, so. Total 70s, late 70s, this is like from 1978, so like I said, you can find us out there, I think it's on the NBC app for free. Sure. Yeah, if, you, if you want to give yourself a good, you know, kind of chuckle at you know, uh, TV of the past. This is a great, great example. A very, it, it's not TV you would you would do today. No, really, no. You know, 
Unless I mean, you were purposely those... making fun of your, unless you're purposely making fun of TV in that era right. or something like that. But uh, just the stuff he's just, like I said, he's he's trying to adjust his his apartment, his you know, his quote unquote, you know, uh, of of the past, but it's it's more like a, a current. I don't know. Like I said, it's crazy. It's just crazy. A lot it of fun, fun though. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. So that's one of my top. Uh, uh, television shows. Sure. What, what do you got? Obviously, Quantum Leap. Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap um, and, and Brian, I will let you uh, borrow the. Uh, I have the Blu-ray. If you want, I mm. will let you borrow it. If you if you if you want to take a look at it. Yeah. Um, it is. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, because that sort of time travel is not necessarily. You know, you go back. He's he's leaping. They call it leaping. Leaping into other people's bodies. Okay. And living that little moment of their life to change their life. So he's not doing like big things. They did a couple big things, you know, at the towards the end of the series, but mainly just touching small smaller people's lives. Why? So what's so what's what? Okay, what's in it for them? Okay, Um, he is a scientist, like a brilliant scientist, Mm -hmm. MIT, like fifteen years old type, you know, brainiac. Um, He develops this time machine called in this project called quantum leap where he gets into the uh quantum leap accelerator and vanishes he awakes to find him and i'm yes i am doing the monologue uh god damn it i know i am and i'm doing it on purpose he awakes to find himself trapped in the past okay uh in other people's bodies so he wakes up and he has swishy's memory so he doesn't really know what's happening he doesn't remember doing it, and he wakes up and he looks in the in the mirror and it's somebody else. Okay, but luckily, on the guide on this journey is Al, an observer from his own time, who appears in the form of a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. <laughs> um, okay. so his his buddy from the you know this part of the project is in a holographic chamber that around him he sees where Sam's at and Sam only sees him so that he can walk through things. It's an older guy who uh, played by Dean Stockwell who makes, you know, cheesy jokes and he's kind of, he's a womanizer and Sam's leaped into women and a chimpanzee. He's leaped, leaped into uh, a professional wrestler to musicians to, to a kiss type band. Um, and then each episode he has to, they have to figure out what went wrong and he has to fix it. Okay. And then he j- turns blue electric and leaps into the next person, just goes on to the next mission, so to speak. Okay. So, I mean, it's, he's trying it's to get just, back. He's trying to get back to his own. He hoped, time. but he has no control of it because when I he see. leaped, something grabbed him. God, fate, time, whoever. They don't. They don't know who grabbed him and is now leaping him. Okay. Um. So he can't just leap wherever he wants. So he can't go home. So he's just leaping around, hoping. It'll go home someday. Okay. All right. So you once you get into it, you got to get you know like a lot of things. You get through the first few episodes, and then you you get a little more hooked into the second season. It's a little more you know. I if it's your deal, you're, you'll be hooked at the second season. Okay. So yeah, Quantum Leap has has always been my favorite. Um, but I actually did want to mention um, there was a recent show called Travelers or not Travelers, uh, Timeless. Hmm. Timeless was at an NBC recently, uh, a couple years ago. It only lasted like two seasons, I think. But also, it was created by the wife of uh, uh, Don Belisario. Okay. 
and it was it was fun. Uh, again, it was. It, there's a especially that's the thing about doing an episode like this for us is there's a lot to explain to this. Just if you're interested in time travel, time traveler or uh, uh, timeless is a fun was a fun show. Um, a lot of twists and turns because if you go into the past, um, and they actually dealt with like real life things. So they'll come back and say, "Oh, uh, uh, Martin Luther King wasn't killed on the balcony that day." And, you know what I mean? And and they'll put them like in little pictures like the time travelers. Oh, there I am. You know, that type of thing. But it's fun. All right, so Timeless and uh, Quantum Leap I have so far. And again, yeah. I have a whole bunch. I mean, you're looking at like, I know I had mentioned it before, but did you ever watch 112263 or read the book? It's Stephen King wrote it. I have not. Um, uh, James Franco plays the the role in the in the TV show. It's on a, it's a Hulu show, so, so mm-hmm. that's another one uh, put in your list there. Um, okay. He goes pretty much. He can go through this doorway and get to somewhere in ni- 1960, and he is tasked to wait three years, live in in the 60 for three years, and stop the John F. Kennedy assassination. But if he goes through the door back through the door and goes back, it's the exact same day. So he has to start over. Mm. As soon as he comes back through the door to the current time, it is the exact same moment that he left. So he could spend five years there. He can can stay till 1970, walk through that door, and it's that day that he left. So he's like an old man now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, 11-22-63, really cool, a lot of fun. Okay. And, And a great book. Okay, very good. Yeah, I'm thinking back. Uh, one of my favorite uh, series is the original Twilight Zone with uh, Rod Serling. Yeah, uh, a lot of those episodes dealt with uh, time travel in, in in some way, shape, or form. So, sure. if you're an old Twilight Zone uh, uh, fan, a lot of those are there. I watched a rewatch one recently where it's actually the same actor that played the professor on Gilligan's Island. He was in a few of those oh, yeah. back okay. in the day. Good actor. Uh, and he was having a conversation with friends in, if you go back, go back in time to try to stop a significant event, would you be able to do it or are things predestined? Like we talked about even here. So he tried to go back and stop the Lincoln assassination. Okay. And, and he learned that he was not able to do it. So despite his best efforts, he was unable to stop that event, but there were other things that happened that. You know, it did sure. change a little bit in the future, but says it was kind of a predestined event. You know, right. he went back in time. Nobody believed him. He thought he was a crazy person trying to convince sure. everybody that Lincoln was going to get killed, and he got arrested by the police and everything, and never could stop it. And uh, anyway, a lot of interesting uh, concepts on that series. Well, but, the Twilight Zone when they rebooted it in the '90s, it was one mm-hmm. of my favorite episodes. They did the same thing. Uh, this girl goes goes back, and the government has developed time travel, so they send her back to kill baby Hitler. That is the mm. premise of the show, and she doesn't know if she can do it. They don't know if they, you know, they got the right person, and they get through the whole thing, and and she has baby Hitler, and chaos is that you know there's a whole thing happening around her, suspense. Can she do it? And she. Fucking chucks baby Hitler into the river <laughs> and kills baby Hitler. And she's like, Oh, I did it. Thank God. Okay. I'm going to go home. 
All right. So at the end of the episode, they kind of pan out and you find out that the nanny for baby Hitler left baby Hitler unattended and she felt so bad. She went and stole a baby and put him in the crib. So <laughs> the, the baby that she stole and put in the crib, that's Hitler. So mm. it, it's kind of the same thing of the predetermined that that was going to, that's how she made Hitler in, in, you know, in theory. So hmm. twilight yep. zone in the nineties. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now some movies, man. I okay. go ahead, please. You, you got a TV you, you show. Start. You start with a movie. Go ahead, man. I, I, the, I mean, you got some of the, the, the classics. I mean, I think number one for everybody is the back to the future series. hundred percent. That is my yeah. favorite time travel content period. Those movies I thought were so well done. Sure. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, they introduced uh, most kids to time travel, you know, back in the eighties. Right. Absolutely. And that was one where, you know, certainly the, his, you know, Michael J. Fox's future depended, de- depended on him fixing the time, a timeline that he screwed up in the original uh, right. movie. So all that they was didn't very get, interesting. They didn't make it too complicated. I mean, they, right. they got a little complicated in the second one, mm-hmm. but it yeah. was cool the way they did it. It was well-written. It was, it was, it was cool to see things from different points of view, you know, different scenes from the first movie. Yeah. These held up. These are, these are in the eighties, but eighties uh, yeah. and early nineties. So if for some reason out there, you have not seen the back to the future trilogy, just check it out. I think it's, I think they're all on Netflix. Now, if nobody's ever, check it out. If, if you're a person who's never seen back to the future trilogy, I can't imagine this, this podcast has interest you in any way. Yeah. I I don't think the person that hasn't seen Back to the Future is even crossing paths with uh, our listeners. If you I have, agree. let us know on uh, uh, Facebook. It would be very interesting to, to find out there. Yeah. I I mean, because you have like a, some of these where Back to the Future, Terminator also gets that nod of, mm. uh, you know, people's concept of time travel. It's a little different than uh, Back to the Future. But it gives everybody that, well, like it's, that's that predetermined, you know, that, you know, the machines will always rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the whole storylines we know is, is no little, matter what. whole thing's different to where the guy had to go back in time to meet Sarah Connor, which resulted in John Connor's birth, who's right. his, who he's fighting alongside in the future. So that concept was like, no, no, wait a minute. What? You know, so it's just a little bit of a strange. Well, it's, it's the grandfather yeah. paradox. Yeah. If you go back and kill your grandfather, you can't be born. In turn, you can't go back and kill your grandfather. It creates right. a paradox. Yeah. It's just one weird paradox loop that can't happen. Um. I think some of the ones I have, uh, Demolition Man is that same as uh, you were talking about the, with the professor from Gilligan's Island. It's mm-hmm. you know, we, it's not necessarily time travel, but it's a free, frozen coma type thing where you wake up Austin Power style and everything's different around you, and you have to deal with that. That I always like those. It, I don't know how much mm-hmm. time travel it is, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Bill and Ted's excellent, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. So good, you know whatever those shows, 
all the three of those. Um, Endgame, I think, did it well. I, I think Endgame was a good modern twist on on the time machine situation and and the way it was written and, and you know, all the kind of twists and turns things lead to, to the inevitable, I guess. Okay. Um, do you remember um, Demolition, or not Demolition Man, uh, Time Cop? Uh, oh, yeah, with Tom Cruise, right? No, 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 no. Uh, Time Cop was um, uh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. Um, so that was him. It was him. It was a. I thought Tom Cruise had a similar one. He did. Tom Cruise had he, a similar. He movie. has. He has a couple of them. I think there was one that I haven't actually yeah. seen, but I've always wanted to. To where, uh, I think day after tomorrow or something like that. To where, like, he has to keep repeating yeah. the same day until he gets it right. Yeah, something like that. Right, right. You go back in time There's, to as a police officer to kill some kill someone before they went on to commit. Right, his crimes or something and then like he, that, right? right? And then yeah. he find. Oh no, no, no! You're you're thinking of a different one. Uh, that is um, pre some uh, precog, where they where they're, uh, they're these robots have precogs of of crimes before they uh, happen. I think that might be something like that. But there was um, there was I, I read a book called Replay that was a lot like what you just described, where the guy. Um, just kept living his life over and over. If he died, no matter what he did, he would wake up in the same teenage body and start living his life over. Okay. Until he's an old man and he dies of old age or whatever. And then when he, once he realized he did this and kept doing, repeating it over, you know, you'd make different decisions, your life. But there was always that, that center point in your life, that person that you meet, um, that changes your life, you know, and he get to that point and, you know, try to do different things and stuff. And it's a fun book, but yeah, it was a replay. Okay. That Tom Cruise movie, by the way, is minority report, minority report, but he also had one with, um, uh, uh, where he was on like the beach and and it was was like a Normandy thing in the future. And like, he would die and explode and he'd start again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was almost like a video game type thing. You're right. He had to keep learning from each experience to get farther and yeah. farther along. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that was a good one. I just uh, read one the other day called Time Tunnel. It was a book. Okay. Uh, Time Tunnel Time Tunnel was a guy who uh, he was like an army officer who had lost his uh, uh, girlfriend in one of the towers in 9-11, and it was his... Um, they they recruited him for this thing because he was like down and out, drinking now, and had nothing left. So they recruited him to go back in time and change it okay. to stop nine eleven. And it's a whole thing ensues, but it's really cool. It was, it was once again, I'm not doing the greatest synopsis of uh, some of the these uh, properties, but that was a good book. Okay. Well, let's see, we're we're coming up on you know, late January mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. You know, getting into early February uh, makes me think of, you know, one of the greatest time, you know, travel type movies. I think is uh, Groundhog Day. Bill Murray. Yes, I don't even forgot about that. Great yeah, movie. So, 
kind of along the same line that we're talking yeah. about here to where, I mean, most people are certainly familiar with this movie. If you have not, for some reason, seen this movie, check it out for sure. So the, the premise, uh, which, you know, again, most of us know is so Bill Murray is kind of a, you know, jerk uh, news reporter, uh, gets stuck. You go into, he, go, he goes to cover uh, Puxatawney Phil for Groundhog Day. Something weird happens, and he realizes he's stuck on Groundhog Day, the same day, every day, day upon day, and for years and years and years. He doesn't know how to get out of it. He attempts uh, suicide. That doesn't stop it. Everything. Yeah. Eventually, he just embraces it, uh, and he realizes he falls in love with his co his co-worker tries to find a way to get to her but just since he's stuck in the same day for so many years he you know he learns the routines everybody for the day he, he learns different skills so every day he's learning the piano for example and you know so there's all kinds of you know theories and how long was he stuck in this same day it's it definitely would be many years right uh, how the movie goes <laughs> well like he says uh Maybe God doesn't. Uh, maybe God doesn't just know everything. Maybe God just been uh, around for everything and, and seen everything. Yeah, he goes. Maybe I'm a God. Yeah, pretty amazing. So great movie, and arguably, you know, Bill Murray is definitely one of his best, if not almost his best movie, in my opinion. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, I wanted to bring because you did bring up, and I had I don't have this on my list, so I mm -hmm. just looked it up because I I forgot about it, and it's a really good fucking movie. You guys need to check it out. It's on Netflix. It is called Palm Springs. Okay. Palm Springs is oh, my can down here. I'm getting another beer. Um, Palm Springs is Andy Sandberg mm -hmm. and Kristen Milotti. Okay, Milotti, I think I can't Milotti, I believe. Um, he goes to Palm Springs for a wedding, mm -hmm. and he goes into this weird cave, and be, before you know it, he blacks out, wakes up every day. It's Groundhog Day. He wakes up in the same th thing, wakes up every day doing the same wedding, whole thing, and he, I mean, in this, but this, the, the, the rap about this one is there's one guy trying to kill him every day. Okay. So not only has to deal with the wedding, but it's sooner or later this one guy has killed him many times for many years because he just is living this day over and over. Uh, Kristen Milotti, Milotti, um, if you guys remember, she was the mother on How I Met Your Mother. She was the one that, at the end of the series. Um, uh, but she actually is in the loop with him because they're one of the loops she ends up going into the cave with him and then she, she gets sucked into this whole thing and stuff. So it, it's a really funny movie. Um, I don't know how long it is, but if you got time, it's on Netflix. It's called Palm. It's hour 30. So it's a quick okay. watch. Mm -hmm. uh, Palm Springs, Annie Sam, Andy Samberg and Kristen Emiliati. Uh, well worth it. A lot okay. of fun. Very good. So, sort of again on that same vein of repeating the same day over and over. Have you ever seen Happy Death Day, Dean? Twenty seventeen. Okay, I know of it. I, I, it's one that I, I wanted to watch. I just haven't got to it. Yeah, check this out for so. It's a, a girl gets killed, 
and wakes up the next day and it's the same guy stalking her you know to kill her again and so it's sort of a dark comedy type thing sure it's um, a blumhouse right uh, blumhouse I've, production i'm not sure about that but uh but anyway she sort of has to she has to try to learn who her killer is so she sure. can stop her own death uh so yeah interesting concept you know the description here says it's kind of like groundhog day meets scream i think it's a good good description of this movie so yeah check that out so happy death day from 2017 i'm sure you can find it out there on streaming probably for free these days it made a sequel sure. i haven't seen the sequel but yes i have yeah i you know usually I, a sequel the, with these is not the best so stick with the original that- the one pod- podcast I ha- I listened to uh, that did the review of it said the second one was better. Oh, really? Okay. So, right. you know, take that for what it is. Uh, Darkness okay. Radio, uh, they they had uh, watched it and promoted it or whatever, but they the guy said uh, the second one was better. So, Okay, fair enough. So check it out. Another fun one I have here is... Um, uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, yep, 2010. I have that on my list. Yeah, a lot of fun. Chevy Chase. Uh, heck, who else is in it? Um, Danny McBride. Yeah, that's right. See, I remember yeah. his name this time. Look at that. Right. Is Danny McBride in it? All right, now you're gonna make me feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> so I, I don't know that he. I don't know that he's in it here now. So, but the concept is you know three guys, you know Gen X guys. Uh, and one guy's son tries to go back and relive, you know, their their lives are not the best. They go back to try to relive some memories to, to cheer up a, a depressed friend. They go back to this old ski resort they used to go to when they were younger. And it's now a dive. They try to make the best of it. Go ahead. Wow, I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're thinking of it. You're thinking of it at other. It, it uh, it's the the friends are Craig Robinson, Rob yeah. Cordery, John Cusack. Yeah, so you're you're probably thinking of Rob Cordery as yeah. Uh, uh, Clark Duke is the, is the young kid that's with them, but you also given on a fun time machine uh, cameo, Crispin Glover. Glover is uh, yes, who, that's right. Who plays uh, 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 McFly's uh, dad? That's right. Yeah, he's like the the bellhop in this movie. So yeah, they, you know, he gets his arm cut and, off or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. In the current in the current time, when they go in there, he's a one arm bellhop, and then they go back in time. He's got both arms, and they keep seeing situations where it looks like he's going to lose an arm, and they keep thinking, "Oh, this is where it happens, and it doesn't happen." And right, yeah. So they go back to the eighties via this time machine in a weird in a weird thing, and uh, just they're. They they see themselves as their current ages, but in mirrors and everything else, they're clearly their younger self and all that stuff. So, yeah, again, if you like the '80s type stuff, that that culture or whatever, is a lot of fun, good soundtrack, funny, and there's some interesting uh, twists and turns in that. So, again, if you're just looking for a fun popcorn movie, time and the travel, second check. one was fun too. Uh, okay, but yeah. I mean, you can't watch a movie as ridiculous as that and watch the second one and go, oh, they took that too far. <laughs> I mean, it's all just silly shit. It it's is. all just a continuation and, and, and absurdity. Yeah. 
You're you're there uh, for the jokes, really. You know what I mean? That's true. You're they're giving you a premise just to tell you jokes. Yes, absolutely. All right, what else you got, Dean? See if I have anything else. Um, some are a little deep that uh, wouldn't be that uh, entertainer. Oh, one thing th- because I didn't mention it because of a uh, in review. One of the things I watched mm-hmm. this week uh, today, uh, Carter and I watched uh, Men in Black three for the first time. Okay, that was a fun uh, time machine movie. That was or time travel movie. I liked how they did it. Uh, the premise, the setup, uh, the explanation. It's back in 2012, so we can fucking give it away, right? I think so. The the fact that to, to show that uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones was always going to recruit mm-hmm. uh, uh, Will Smith because he was going to take care of he's been taking care of him, all, you know, and kind of been his shadow father. That's at least what I gleaned out of it. That that was a lot of fun. And Josh Brolin does a very good impression does. of Tommy Lee Jones throughout the entire movie. So that's that was a lot of fun in itself. Yeah. Um, uh, Marvel, Goonies, Men in Black. Name me a bad Josh Brolin film. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you. No, uh, uh, no Country for Old Men. Come mm-hmm. on, there. I don't think there is a bad Josh Brolin film. Yeah, Men in Black 3 might be close, but that's okay. I, I don't that's care, right. man. I, I liked it better than 2. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I thought it was a fun, because, I, I maybe it's because I was expecting dog shit. But I, I watched it today, and I was very pleasantly surprised of how much I enjoyed it. Okay, fair enough. Now, you, you were talking, uh, say, last week or so, uh, the, the topic of the X-Men films came up. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know that you know it's, you guys hadn't seen all of them. Have you seen all the X Men movies? No, I tapped out after uh, they killed Xavier, and I'm like, well, why do I need to watch anything else? And then they're like, oh, okay. it's time travel. I'm like, that eh, seems a little complicated, and like they're just reaching just to keep it going. Like, oh, okay. we fucked up by killing the main character. What do we do? Oh, <laughs> I got it. Time travel. Okay, it's I, I would. It's odd because of like I've just explained my whole love for the time travel genre. You'd think mm-hmm. that I would have been all in, but I guess I wasn't as invested in the X Men as I guess other things, other properties. Yeah, the so they rebooted. Let's say did the the original franchise, you know, with Hugh Jackman and all those all those guys, right? They rebooted a few years ago, so they had the the first class X Men for so the new. Basically, they, were, they, went, they went back to the 60s again. They kind of rebooted it. It said young Xavier, young okay. Magneto. You know what I'm talking about? The new storyline? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. First two of those, terrific. The second one of the reboot is... So it's not a time travel movie, those first two. It's a, it's, it's a prequel, almost. It's sort of like a... Yeah, they rebooted it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But the second one of the reboot is a time travel movie days of future past so x-men days of future okay. past is based off a a, a x-men comic storyline okay so the premise of days of future past they're they're set in the future right and the and the world has been wiped out so the uh the i can't another name escapes me all of a sudden but there's giant robots that are created by the government to kill mutants, 
Okay. So mutants are practically all dead. They're on the run in this apocalyptic future. Okay. And this one mutant finds finds a way to basically transport your consciousness and your current self back in time to your younger self so you know what's going on in the future to try to stop the events of these robots being created to kill all the mutants to try to change the future okay and so they blended cool. in it's very cool they blend they, so they blend in the new cast and the old cast so they brought back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and some of the original X-Men from the first series like Iceman, Storm and a few of them but the one cool thing was they had the Patrick Stewart and you know the the, the old Professor X and Magneto from the original series they go back in time to so then the, the guys that play their younger selves are also in the movie. So basically, so it's Hugh Jackman going back in time to be young Wolverine in the 70s and trying to stop the events of what happens in the future. Hmm. Terrific movie. Check it out. So if you were an X-Men fan Now, at all, do I need to yeah. see the first one of the reboot, or should I just, can I just jump to that one? It's It's helpful for the character introductions, but it's not critical. Okay. Because if you if you watch the original series, which you which you've seen a couple of them, you could yeah. jump into this and get the gist of it, figure it out, and you'd be fine. So okay, and I have these as well, but you can find these out there on on stream. We'll do like a yeah, well. like a dr- drug exchange. Uh, we'll we'll meet at like a park. I'll sure. leave a briefcase with uh, the Quantum Leap uh, DVDs, and you can leave the uh, briefcase with uh, X Men DVDs, and we'll just walk away. Nobody knows sure. anything. We'll be good. There you go. Perfect. All right. So, Dean, a lot of great content. The We could talk about time travel content all night. Great, great stuff. So, all night and all day. Absolutely. But if so we maybe, had a time machine, it wouldn't matter, I guess. But so that, that That's right. Maybe another timeline, I wouldn't kick my, my tripod like that and, and wiggle it like I just did on video. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, so on that note, you know, we'll, uh, we'll all timelines will converge. That's right. Into one main timeline. That's right. And we're going to end this particular episode of our millennial less Nicholas mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Teardrop. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this uh, our current episode. Uh, new episodes drop uh, each and every week. Again, uh, check us out on our linked link at LinkedIn, our link tree <laughs> account. <laughs> we don't have a LinkedIn link yet. Tree. Yeah, not yet. Uh, Linktree, uh, Convincing Idiots, or our website, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. Uh, Find us out there in your favorite platforms or on YouTube. Again, like, share, listen. We appreciate the, your support. Review. And if, you, and if you didn't like it, jump in your goddamn time machine. Go back and, t- and stop yourself from wa- uh, listening. Or watch. That's right. Whatever That's you're right. doing on YouTube or uh, podcast. That's right. Or go back if you don't like what you're hearing. Go back and tell yourself before you listen to this episode that us in this timeline, in this moment of time, is telling you, screw yourself. How about that? I like that a lot. Yeah. So, so for Convincing Idiots, I'm Brian. I am Dean Zenial. See, I didn't, you didn't, nanner, nanner. <laughs> I'm Brian Gen X. Sorry. Have we convinced you? to come back and listen to us 
in any infinite timeline you may be on.